0: Welcome to the geriatric millennials. This is Jamie and this is Beth, and we're two oldish, youngish ladies. What are we? T- oh, oh, cringe! Cr- oh, cringe! That's right. It's, <laughs> it's the
1: holiday season,
0: so you know what it's about—cringy. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's so funny because when I was trying to think of my list, initially I thought oh, I don't have any holiday cringe, and then they started to come back to me. I mean, I I have a very recent one, as a matter of fact. So. Oh, I'm so sorry. I Cri- know. Cringe, I mean, again, I... Mean, I mean, thank you. I, I,
1: <laughs> I love this process. I love talking about cringe, but it also, like... And it, I love talking about cringe, but it is very challenging sometimes to relive this stuff. Right? There's one that I'm going to share that is just one that has been, like... It's just been a story and an experience that has haunted me for a few years. And wow. it's not just cringe. It's humiliation, cringe, Jeez. all the things. I can't wait to hear it's it. It's really bad. Are you sure
0: you want to do this?
1: Um, I think I have to because it... Well, it, you do now. And now I do. Yeah. I've, and I've talked it up now that people are going, oh, this is must be something serious. It
0: was actually. Well, you but, already talked about pooping your pants. So you uh, are good. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. I had a friend that was like, we listened to that episode. I'm like, like with my
0: family. And I was like, great. no. Yeah. 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 I think it, I had somebody say it, they were a little uncomfortable with the details yeah. and I was like, well, it's, it's very cringy. Life. And yeah. You yeah. trying to tell me you haven't had an experience like that?
1: Listen, it, it, I'm just, I'm just letting everybody know out there Maybe you're in your early 20s. Probably not because that's not really who listens to us. If you're in your 30s, you're like, that will never happen to me. I just want to tell you, it is going to happen to you. You are going to have an accident in a way that you never thought possible (laughs) where you will be like, this is my life now. Yeah. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Yep. You are. That's that's just part of growing growing up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. So give me one of yours. Give me your.
0: Okay. Well, I will do the one that that was very recent. Okay. I have to take a deep breath. Okay, okay, it's not that bad, but still, <laughs> okay. So recently, I had the pleasure of attending a homeschool Christmas program okay. for all the homeschool kids mm-hmm. in this community. and, mm-hmm. and it wasn't; it was not in the Tri Cities. Actually, it was okay. at a; it was a, out of town. It was at my best friend's, and it was her kids' program. So I went to spend the day with her, and it happened to be the day they had their program. So I got to go watch, and it was super cute. So we get there and it's, it's, it's a packed house. I mean, tons of people. And I was like, how are all these people here? It's two o'clock in the afternoon on a weekday. Mm -hmm. And it was packed. I mean, Hmm. I don't know, homeschool families and their (laughs) extended families, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, so it's a packed house. And the lady who was in charge of everything, Starts the program, and she tells everyone, like, she, you know, she welcomes everyone and gives everyone a heads up of what to expect. And then she said, okay, everyone take out your phone. So everyone is supposed to take out their phone. <laughs> and she's like, okay, now silence it.
1: Oh, no. You know where this mm-hmm. is going.
0: She mm-hmm. goes, silence your phone. And she's like, because you do not want to be that person. No. No, you don't. <laughs> and, of course, yeah. my phone is always on silent. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't take my phone out because it's already always on silent. Mm-hmm. I don't hear any calls or text messages. I don't have noises on my phone mm-hmm. <laughs> other than the alarms to pick up my kids. Oh, no. And the alarm that says, you know, it's time to, you need to go pick up your daughter from school because I need to have that alarm. Yeah. And I need to be able to hear it. Otherwise, I I, She's may, getting lose, I may lose track She's of time. She's just sitting outside
1: on the curb. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I was like, no, it didn't even occur to me at all that I should check that, mm-hmm. that I should check the alarm because I wasn't home. I wasn't in my normal routine. I wasn't picking up my daughter that day because I was out of town. And, and so, oh my gosh. So the, this program starts at two. Well, guess what time my alarm goes off? It goes off at three Oh five. Oh. And uh, so we're in the middle of this program. It was mm-hmm. a pretty long program. Um, And you know, the kids are up there singing their Christmas songs. All of a sudden it's just, you hear, you hear my alarm, you hear my alarm. Mm-hmm. And fortunately I have, Uh, a watch that's connected to my phone and so I felt it vibrate immediately and I was able to like, I was like frantically (laughs) trying to push stop, 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 stop on my phone so Mm -hmm. I didn't have to dig out my phone Yeah, yeah. or I mean, sorry, on my watch so I didn't have to dig out my phone and then like turn it off. I was just like, I mean, so it wasn't super disruptive and Mm -hmm. I think only the people that were like right, you know, in front and right beside me heard it, it, but I was Embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I'm that person. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Mm-hmm. And she had warned us, and I thought there's like, I'm there's fine. No way. <laughs> I, I I would my, never my on silent people. <laughs> like, why would I think that there would be an issue with that? I mean, I just didn't think about the alarm. And so that was a little cringy for me because yeah. I was just like, there, and I'm a guest, and I'm like, and it's my my friends and her, it's her kids are up there. And mm-hmm. I was just I mean, I didn't interrupt the program. They just no, kept but going. Just but I was just like, that it start, it's that anxiety now. Yes. Well, and also the fact that she had specifically said, you don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. Believe mm-hmm. me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm that person. Oh my
1: God. That is one of those things that is honestly one of my fears is mm. having my phone go off in an event like that or like during live theater or a right. concert or at the movie, anywhere that it would be disrupt- disruptive. Terrifying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it kind of was, and I mean, I, I did get to it really quick yeah. because of my f- my watch, but it was still. I'm I mean, sure people th- around me heard, and my best friend was just like, "Oh my gosh!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a bestie to just call you
0: out. <gasps> oh, so yeah, so that was a little cringy. Yeah, I like yeah, that. That was very recent last mm-hmm. week
1: for me. Well, okay, I I don't know if I've shared this before, so forgive me if I have. I also I'm old now, and stories. Don't, you know what I mean? Like you tell the same stories over and over as you get older. Unfortunately,
0: I realize that I do that now. And so I'm just like my mom.
1: Yeah. I've noticed it so much more with my friends now. I'm like, oh, you're, I've already heard this story. I've already heard this story. I've actually heard this story four times, but I always just let people keep going.
0: Well, the other night I was at a party and this lady told the same story over and over again at the same time, like, or like one after the other, like she kept saying it. And I was just like, you realize, I know Maybe I she was drunk, oh, but I was like, I think so many people need to process, just said you know, that mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and I, again, you just said it again. <laughs> it can be rough, but you know, I, I am a firm believer that sometimes people just need to process and say it. And I'm just like, what else, what else am I doing with my life? Right. Like, it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Unless it's like my mom. And then I'm like, shut your trap hole woman. <laughs> I've heard this story 16 times in the last three days, uh, you need to stop.
0: Okay, so I'm okay hearing, is it a cringe story? Yes. Okay, well, I'm yeah. okay hearing it again.
1: Okay, so the, even you, if I have heard it. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, 1991 probably. And it was a family Christmas party. So and let's say 11 years old. I was about 11, you know, and I just turned 11. Uh, and and we always used to do Christmas with our shirt tail neighbors who are like- What our, does that mean? They're like our cousins, but they're like- it was like my grandma's cousin's brother-in-law. I don't remember, but it's like we're family, but not like super close okay. related. But we grew up with them, and so we'd always and they, our family was always kind of like the Connors on you know the TV show Roseanne. Yeah, we we're kind of like that working class. Like our backyard was always scruffy. We never had like a boat or you know fancy stuff. We just kind of lived, and we were the neighbors that were going to have a fun party, but might not. We'd have weeds in our yard. I mean, not like to the point of like call the county, but like very much like not a perfect family. We're next door. They were very into perfection, you know.
0: Oh, and appearances. And appearances. And like
1: they had one son and uh, they they just were very much more conservative than my family and very like their kid didn't get to watch like they didn't have cable. He got to watch like sing along songs, which were like, you know father Abraham type stuff or like there's a hole in my bucket and we would go over there and watch that stuff and I was like this is all you got like okay so it was just very different Yeah. Uh, different vibes so we go over there and you know, everybody's dressed nice my mom's in this like white pants suit with well not pants white pants with a really pretty Christmas sweater I think I'm probably in like kid gear like whatever so we're all sitting around the table and you know we'd have these big meals and it would be like not fine china but it'd be nice nicely set. And like the kids were integrated at the table and we're having ham. And this is when I was, you know, eating the meats and we're having mashed potatoes and gravy and sides and we pass it around. Like it doesn't go, but we do a pass around. So it's passing around and the They have this giant gravy bowl and it comes to me and I'm hoisting it with all my might. And it's a very, it's a fancy one too. And as I'm hoisting it up to pass to my mom.
0: No, that's why you mentioned the white pants. Yeah,
1: I dump basically the whole thing of gravy all over
0: her. Oh no. Oh no. And so she was just like,
1: just like so. Was it
0: scalding hot?
1: I don't think so because it had been out, it'd been around, you know, we just started and it wasn't like. Right off the oven, but it was warm. I'm sure. Oh, Beth! So I dump it on her. Oh my and gosh! I'm so, I'm so embarrassed because I, uh. shockingly, like I you wouldn't know it, but I am quite the perfectionist, and I have a really hard time when I make mistakes. Like it is, it kills me when I I mess things up. So I'm just like, oh my gosh! Like I couldn't. Not to believe mention it. the
0: gravy's all gone. The, well,
1: we had more on the stove. They were okay. they were fine, but then it was just like everybody was like then everybody started laughing at me Aww.
0: and so then it was
1: like i got really embarrassed I and bet. i have a hard time when i get embarrassed like coming back from that well
0: also you were 11
1: yeah and it was grown ups and whatever and so then like that you know we're passing stuff and now they're kind of skipping me like you, you know as we're passing like yeah. but that that sentiment lasted for years
0: what? so like
1: for years after like, like it was
0: kind of a mean joke to it, you yeah, like they wouldn't let like you they hold anything
1: yeah they would just like pass the gravy like they would like don't give it to her and it lasted for a few years I think probably until I was like an, you know teenager where oh they would goodness. do that and it was just like that was a reminder it, it was a reminder and it was and so it, they all didn't forget. they all didn't forget and then they'd laugh about it and it's like I just couldn't I couldn't laugh at it because I was so embarrassed and I yeah. was so upset about it and I'm I have a feeling like a, a memory I probably got a look for my mom of like anger too. So it was just like, it was so cringy and awful. And so even now when I'm passing foods at parties, it makes me think of it. I think you were traumatized maybe. I probably was over stupid gravy, but yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But it's everything that came with it. So it was just like so cringy and and it brings up such memories of like shame.
0: Oh, that sucks. And I'm like, that okay, so totally sucks. Did your mom, do you remember? Did your mom go home and change? I mean, yeah, she did I think live she ran next, door. next door. Yeah, she ran next okay. door
1: and like, I think got a different pair of pants on. And But then it's like, again, it just, it it uh, kind of spotlights you. And I'm totally. just like, oh no, I don't like it. Like, no kidding. Yeah, and it's, it's so annoying how those type of moments in childhood impact or can impact like how you see yourself and like how the family treats you and the inside jokes. And, um, it's all good and fun when it's like, you're, you're in on the joke and you're cool with it, but when you're not, it's so hard. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Anyway.
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't remember that story. Even if you did share it in the past. (sighs) So
1: I probably just relive it every holiday season. I'm so so sorry. To to this day, I don't have gravy on
0: my table.
1: (laughs) Even now when I have mashed potatoes, I don't have gravy. Like even because vegetarian, I just, I'm not a gravy do think, person.
0: Do you think it's because of that? I mean, deep, d-
1: deep seated fear of gravy, I guess, or, yeah. or just, just it's triggering. Mm-hmm.
0: Jeez. Yeah.
1: Rough. My okay. like gravy trauma. I have another one.
0: <laughs> yes. Also holiday related. So this was a few years back and I was asked, oh, we lived in a small community mm-hmm. and I was asked to be in charge of the Christmas play for the adult Christmas program oh, okay. at church. Okay. That sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about, though, because they do. They have adult play. like where It was they like act a, it out. It was a, they have a banquet for adults mm-hmm. and then they have a program. And so it's not a, like a family thing with a bunch mm-hmm. of kids, but it's not like adult content. You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Uh, OK, because I mean, it's in a church and yes. whatever. Yeah. Um, OK, so <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I and a couple other people came up with this really fun, cool play. And we practiced it. We were all ready for it, and I thought it was really good because I mean, yeah, you're involved. I well, and because like I wrote it, and yeah. so I thought it was good because it was my idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the point, and that's not the point of the story. So we're doing okay. So it's the it's the the night of the the performance, which was only one night. Mm-hmm. So we had one shot, mm-hmm. you know, to do it and to get it right, and and so. I'm in the play as well. So I didn't just write it like, Mm -hmm. and I can't take all the credit because we had some other input of like how it went. But anyways, the point is I was part of it and I was a character and I was totally in my character and it came to the part where I needed, I was getting a phone call. And in the moment that, that, that part of the play came up, Mm -hmm. I realized that I had forgotten my phone. Oh no. Oh no. You like, if I, I didn't have my prop. Oh, shoot. I didn't have my prop. And I, and, and, and it was an integral part of the scene because I needed to have that conversation on the phone for the next part of the play to actually make sense. Yeah. And I didn't, and it, and it was a realistic type of a play. And yeah. so I didn't want to just like use my hand. Yeah. Banana phone. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> what did you do? Are you going to ask me? Okay. Thank you. No, I'm, so, i was waiting. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, suspense. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I improvised. Mm-hmm. And so I start going, oh my gosh, you guys, do you hear that? <laughs> do you hear that? I hear my phone. Where is my phone? I can hear it. And so I start walking and I literally walk off the stage and I was like, I can hear my phone. I know it's ringing where, and I walked all the way into the crowd where my husband was sitting uh-huh. and took his phone, took <laughs> his phone or my phone, a phone. And then like answered it, yeah, and then proceeded with the thing. Yeah. I thought that was kind of brilliant. That was good. That was good and on the I fly. Totally covered up. Yeah, like nobody knew any different. Yeah, but in that moment, I was just like, oh crap. I felt, yeah, it was very yes. I was like, oh crap. Yeah. It was a cringy moment because I was just like, what do you even do? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're on the spot. Everyone's watching you. Everyone's doesn't know what's next, yeah. but you do, and you're like, what do you know? Yeah. So I mean, it's a different type of cringe, but it was. In that very moment, yeah. a feeling of just like my heart sank and I was just like, oh, yeah.
1: Like,
0: crap. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But I'm I'm proud of you for like figuring it out though. Thank
1: you. Because not everybody can do that. Some people would have just been like grab their shoe or a fake hand, you know, like. Yeah. You know, no, it, it worked out
0: and nobody knew that it, that wasn't part of it. Yeah. I'm glad that the people so around
1: you too just totally covered with it.
0: up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. But it was kind of cringy in the moment of just like, you know, yeah, not being prepared. Well and well well I feel
1: like you were prepared and you had it and then all of a sudden just one little thing yeah threw it off yeah and it's I I don't know stuff like that too I can think it could be easy to be like oh
0: my gosh how could I be so Ugh. yeah
1: yeah super frustrating yeah
0: because it was all, it was my it was my it, was thing. it wasn't anybody yeah. else's prop
1: yeah mm. uh-huh. uh, so I have a yeah. this is my fault story so um this was a Christmas this I think this was the Christmas before. I think it was like the Christmas before COVID happened. And I, I've i shared before that I struggle sometimes with like mental health and depression and just whatever. Yeah. And I was having a really hard Christmas. Like it was Christmas Eve. And I I think I spent the whole day just rotting in bed and I just couldn't get up. But I had to go see my family. And I had like an aunt and uncle come into town and my mom and my grandpa was um alive at the time. And so we we're doing this like family dinner. And I just the whole day I felt so down and it probably been like a week or so of me just feeling really down, but it was coming to a head of just like, it's probably the most depressed I have felt in like years and years and years. Oh, like to the point where sucks. I was like, do I need to call someone? Because it is, I just feel like I am in a an empty void and it's the holidays and I need to go be, be merry. And I I just, all I wanted to do was crawl, like crawl into my bed, curl into a ball and just like numb the world. Like I did not want to be around anybody. And so I tried to rally. And this is at the time I'm doing youth ministry. So just like recently, I, like just a few days before I was doing like big events with the kids and there's just a lot of energy that gets put out. Right, And all of that energy was gone. My battery is low and all of a sudden my serotonin or whatever in your brain does its thing drops. It's like no happy feelings. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm driving over to my 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 um, grandpa's house where everybody's at and I get a text and I didn't recognize the number. It came up different. And it was just like, hey, this is the pastor. Like, um, you know, I'm just reaching out. Like there's some stuff going on, blah, blah, blah. Can you help me out? And I should have known better and I should have double checked, but I was in this place of just, I couldn't like I I couldn't I didn't think about anything other than like oh my gosh one more thing one more person asking me for help and to do something and I'm on the verge of complete like collapse and whatever and so I get into the house and I'm texting back and forth and like this has happened before where like my pastor got a new phone number or something and you know I didn't even think about it so Um. yeah it, it goes to a horrible place. They're like, hey, I'm at the hospital with uh, one of our per- um, parishioners and I need like a gift card. Uh Oh, and you got scammed. I got totally scammed. Like I was again, I'm not in my right frame of mind, right? right? Like I am in literal survival mode. And now this who I think is my pastor is asking for something. And they're like, I need this right now. I'm at a hospital this needs to happen kind of thing. Like I don't have what I the resources I need. Can you go do this for me? So I'm trying to figure out how to like get this gift card online to get to her. Again, I am not taking time. I am in survival mode. Right. And so my brain is not computing at all. Okay. I'm right. only thinking about, I oh, have no. to get this task done. Oh, no. And I'm with my family who was causing me stress anyway. So I'm right. super stressed out to be with the family. I coming into the situation with like, really, really, really depressed
0: yeah. with the family
1: which it adds a level of anxiety. And then my pastor's reaching out. So I like leave to go to a store and I'm at like the Fred Meyer buying gift cards. And they're like, oh, can you, like, can you, like I need them." I'm at the hospital. I'm like, I'm by the hospital, I'll drop them off. They're like, no, scratch the code. And I'm just like, I will do anything to make this stop because it's, it's Christmas Eve and I want to go home. And... um, Anyway, so like all of this stuff goes down and, oh no. and like, so I end up buying two gift cards and then I purchased a third online, but it didn't go through. And so I get through the night and I get home and I go to bed and the next morning I wake up and there's all these texts like, Hey, are you going to send the next one, blah, blah, blah. And that morning, guess what? I'm back to normal. My, my serotonin levels are up. And you, like I've, and you I'm, go, whoa. What? I'm like, wait, what happened? Like, what? And like, it's like, I can't, it was like I was a different person. And so as I'm like, I'm getting up, I mean, I'm still groggy. So I'm getting up, I'm looking through the texts and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened last night? Like, it was like, I was not in my right state of mind. Oh my goodness. And so I'm like, I start laughing so hard. <laughs> I have to, um, I have to call like the church, like secretary and let her know what's going on. Like, Oh my gosh, I just did this thing. It was so stupid because I did it with my church credit card. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. So then I had to file like a police report and I'm laughing into the phone. Like officer, I'm the youngest one at the church
0: how did you get scammed right? i don't
1: know how this happened and then i'm calling it was ebay so i'm calling ebay and they're like we're gonna trace it blah blah blah, all this stuff i'm dying laughing because i'm like how at least you th-?
0: could laugh about I, was it. Like, I
1: can't even believe that this is the way i'm starting like the holiday and all this stuff and just like i couldn't believe it and i was just like i was so embarrassed and then um guess how much i gave them oh just guess Um, $300. $600. $600. I was just like, again, laughing. And thankfully I'm in a place where like $600 is a good chunk of money and it could go through a lot of things, but it wasn't like... It didn't kill me, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so uh, anyway, so uh, it was so awful. And so I offered to pay it back out of my pocket to the church and like.
0: They uh, didn't refund like or the sorry. credit card didn't, yeah.
1: didn't do anything because I I bought them willingly and did it willingly and it didn't matter. And eBay is useless and they don't care about the fact that like millions of people get scammed out of money this way. And like, I just thought it wouldn't happen to me because whatever. And I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed. And <laughs> oh, I just told man. the church, I'm like, I'll pay for it, but don't tell anybody that this was what I did because I can't believe how stupid I was and the bigger thing was is like it wasn't that I got scammed it's that I didn't want to tell people why I got scammed because at the time I was trying to hide the fact that I was like super I was really struggling with depression because people put a weird stigma on you and it's like you don't want your youth minister to be like in depressive episodes, right? Because I think people, in my head, I think people are going to be like, oh, I don't want that kind of person working with my student or that maybe they're not safe or maybe they are not equipped to handle like the emotions that come with this role. So I I did, I did, really didn't want people to know to be like, well, how did this happen? Like you're young and smart and whatever. Yeah. And me be like, no, I was like super depressed. Like to the point I probably should have called a hotline, but I didn't because yeah. I, I just... In it you know and I, I was just like I went and bought instead. gift cards and I'm like <laughs> just, and then the next the day I laughed
0: and I'm, I'm, I'm glad like, you could laugh about it yeah
1: but man but it was it was just it was so cringy it was so embarrassing it was like so humiliating and now I'm so like I can never in my life get scammed again because it's like I can't go through that again yeah like I can't go through that so anyway that was I don't think a, you will I don't think so either unless it's like I get another horribly depressive episode and somebody catches me at the wrong time. Yeah, the timing of that. Because it on was a awful. normal
0: day. You never, no. I would have
1: never. I would have I would have seen that and I would have immediately texted the pastor's real number, like, what's going on? And yeah. And the thing is is that there was a scam going around our town where people were going to church websites and finding any number they could find and contacting them. And what it they what had happened is we had a newsletter for the youth group that had my phone number on it that got left. Uh, the phone number got left up on the the main page. And so yeah. that's how they found me. And so then I was like, "Can we please scrub our internet of any of my like personal information?" Yeah. Just it was just a mess. Wow. So yeah, I wrote a check for six hundred dollars and helped those scammers. That uh,
0: sucks that you had to pay for it.
1: Yeah, it was fine. Like I yeah, it was fine. I'm at a, I was at a small church, so
0: yeah. Cheapers. I was just like,
1: well, I'm sorry. It's fine. At least I get to live with the knowledge that I am
0: <laughs> scammable. <laughs>
1: Anyway, oh it was my so goodness! Bad. Even now, I'm glad that the next it. day
0: you were able to laugh and that you were in your right mind. And yeah, I'm, I'm but I, mean, I can't that.
1: even tell you like going that switch of being like if anybody's ever been in a depressive episode and how it's like it feels like it's never going to end, and then it for so it was dramatically ended the next day. It was just like oh my gosh, like why could not this come a day sooner? I yeah. don't know. Anyway, cringe. Okay. Yeah. All right, give me your next one. I know you have another. I do cringy. have one more.
0: I have one more. Um. Okay, this is a different different direction. I would okay. hope so, Jamie. I would hope so. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, how do I frame this story? Okay, so I'm a young adult. Okay. And I'm living in Belize. Okay. And the summer before I, I moved to Belize, uh, I was working at a restaurant. I was working mm-hmm. at Red Lobster in mm-hmm. Canada. Okay, so I worked at Red Lobster and then moved to Belize for the fall because that year I was gonna teach school. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. I was a teacher
1: mm-hmm.
0: at this small community school, very remote. I lived in a village. My my uh roommate or my house yeah, roommate and I lived in a thatched roof hut. <laughs> they turn the electricity <laughs> off at night. Um we have an outhouse. Like this is this is just how we live. And, and it was great. Um, and so I was teaching school. I taught third, fourth, and fifth grade all in one class. No curriculum was very stressful. (laughs) I was like 19 or 20, 20, maybe 21. I don't know. Somewhere around there. Um, so Christmas break is coming Mm -hmm. and my friend from Red Lobster says he wants to come to Belize, tells me he's coming to Belize. He already has a ticket. He's coming to Belize for the holidays. I'm like, oh,
1: okay. Okay.
0: Okay. All right then. Um, he's coming, and and I think he had a crush on me, mm-hmm. and I think he was coming, you know, to see me. Yeah. Also cu- coming to Belize, like to see Belize, but he was coming to see me. Yeah. And I had since kind of gotten a boyfriend.
1: Oh shoot.
0: Uh, oh, shoot.
1: and this is pre-internet. This, this is pre-social pre, oh, media. Oh, totally pre-social yeah. media,
0: pre-internet. I mean, very. I don't even know how we communicated. I mean, wow. I don't even. I really don't even know. I mean, we had no phone mm-hmm. at our in our hut mm-hmm. in this thatch roofed hut that I lived in. Um, uh, yeah, those details are are really fuzzy. But <laughs> the part that I remember is that I decided that I was going to go home for Christmas. Oh shoot!
1: <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs>
0: So I was going to go be with my family, which was in Canada. And I think there was some kind of like, there was a little bit of a crisis happening in my family. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I really, like I needed to go. Yeah. I needed to go be with my family and not be by myself or with this random friend in Belize. And so, but he had already bought his ticket and he was coming to Belize. And I was just like, I had to, I I, I just, I had to let him know that I wasn't going to be there. <laughs> And I remember feeling like how do I tell him like what but also I'm not going to be here like yeah. I'm not going to not go yeah. be with my family to be with some rando in Belize for him to yeah, yeah for him and so he's and and okay I was the only person he knew in Belize again I lived in this remote community I mean very remote and so you there's no public transportation to get where I lived Yeah there was no I mean public transportation in Belize is is Not great now. Mm -hmm. This is like twenty five years ago, and so it was like non existent then, basically. And where we lived, there literally was no, like, there was no transportation to get there. (laughs) There's no Uber, no no. taxi, no there isn't even a bus. bus. Nothing goes there unless you live there, kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And there is, and it's private land. Like there were gates that you had, you had to get permission to even go there. This is like, like, I mean, wow, it's very remote, and I was just like. I'm not I'm not going to be here like Mm -hmm. I and and I again I don't even remember how I communicated to him but I had to I had to let him know (laughs) okay you're coming but um I'm not here I'm actually not going to be here and so I I feel like I did a good job in Mm -hmm. making arrangements for him because I paid somebody to pick him up from the airport he still came oh he still psycho he still came to Belize I never saw him He came to Belize. I paid someone to go pick him up from the airport. And then I, like, asked my friends, like, if he could stay there. I said he could stay in my house, like, but I wasn't going to be there. So he did. He totally came. Oh, my gosh. He stayed there. And then he went with my roommate friends to her house. And, like, they, like, showed him around. And I don't even know where all he stayed, what all he did. But I just remember the feeling of, like, this person's coming to see me. And... And I know that's I know that in a way, like it's the wrong thing to do it, to like leave the country. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I felt like my commitment to my family was more important oh than gosh. I needed to I was just wasn't gonna be there. Yes. And so But isn't that kind of a cringy situation? That,
1: I feel like it's so okay. I had to say this is his cringe purge. That is okay. so <laughs> creepy and cringy. To just like, Hey, true. we worked together for a while at a Red Lobster and you're in a foreign country. I'm just going to come visit you. I already bought my ticket. That's deranged. Okay, I kind of think so too. Yeah. yeah. And then when you're like, oh, I'm actually going to be with my family. He's like, I'm still coming. And then I you know. proceeded
0: to like g- well, make arrangements and for him. See, the thing is, is that again, my memory's not great. Yeah. I have some fuzzy recollection of those kind of details. Like, was I originally planning to be there mm-hmm. and then I changed my mind? I'm not sure about that part. All I know is that he was coming and then I was not going to be there and he came anyways. Mm. No, it's a hard no. That's pass. He's a, that's a weirdo. Well, it was a little bit. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I kind of felt relieved because I was just like, I didn't want to have to. Deal. With, deal that. But then I but I'm a little cringy now of like putting that on my friends. Mm-mm. It was kind of you. I think what's
1: cringier is that he stayed in your place. Like who knows what he rifled through.
0: I mean, I didn't have a ton of belongings, but yeah, probably everything. Like I don't just know. So cringe. I don't even know. You. Yeah. So
1: youth man.
0: You, right? you know what I mean? That's like, yeah. And so, yeah, again, I don't even remember how we communicated. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I don't know. This was way back in the day, guys, but that's that was what another like holiday cringe story. Yeah. I was just like, peace out. And I had a great time with my family. And then he, <laughs> you know, we didn't cross paths because mm-hmm. I mean he went back to where he lived and then I went back to Belize and never right. did never did see him.
1: Oh my gosh. I just feel like that's such a like a late teens, early twenties event.
0: Yeah. He was a little older than me though. I mean, I think he was in his later twenties. That's even worse. I know. Okay. Oh, you dodged you dodged one there. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. I I do think he maybe thought we had something going on because we had actually kissed. Okay. That doesn't mean you go. But he was across not my the boyfriend. World. Yeah. Not in my mind, nothing was going on. Yeah. And I had a different boyfriend. And I, and that was gonna be cringy too, because I was like, You're he's seeing gonna someone. come. I'm seeing someone, he's gonna come here and have some kind of expectation that we will probably guess, maybe. Yeah. And I was like, kiss. Yeah. He, <laughs> mm, yeah. And I was like, uh, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Just the fact that you were gone awkward. long
1: enough to like establish a new life and have a new boyfriend. And he still was like, Hey, I'm coming. It's just so cringe.
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So there you go.
1: Nice. A little glimpse uh, into my past. Cringy man. Well, <sighs> hopefully this season is going to
0: have no cringies. Like well, the first story I shared was this season, but yeah, I mean, just kidding. I thought that was maybe last year.
1: (laughs) No, that was last (laughs) (laughs) week. (laughs) Well, no
0: (laughs) cringies for me. Uh, Yeah, a a cringy for you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's okay though. Yeah, I mean, it's just life. We've all we've all got
1: cringe. We all have it, and it's like it's you grow from it, right? You learn, you grow. I mean, I would prefer never, but I guess it's better than just it's having great. a perfect it's, life it's
0: great podcast content <laughs> <laughs> that was preparing us for this moment i guess mm. if you're enjoying the podcast
1: and would like to support the show you can share episodes with your friends and family follow us on instagram at the geriatric millennials or leave us a positive review and rating all which help us to grow our theme music was created by the finley ghost check out their latest album now thank you so much